Hey guys, this is part two of our conversation on too many words. Enjoy and don't forget to leave us a review and give us some feedback if you want. Everything's in the show notes. We'd love to hear any topics you would like us to cover. Okay, so people, okay, they will avoid by using too many words. Too many words. And distractions. That's right. So, you know, when you think about like I've even stopped people because I've stolen that from you because you'll be like, too many words. Too many words here. <laughs> and so I will, like if someone's talking, and it's like they are they just don't want to say what's really going on. And so they'll use all these words, and I'll be like, stop. Mm-hmm. And I tell people this. You have to look at whatever it is you're looking at in full honesty. That's right. Because if you don't, you're not going to learn and get the gold. Like you said, That's right. what was it? That the, the gold is in the pain. That's right. The, the, <clears throat> the gift is in the question, okay. right? Mm-hmm. And that gold that we seek comes from the work that we do. Yes. Right? Yes. So, and the idea that something can be difficult, hard, painful, again, those are abstract words, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And they are only applicable to the extent that you buy into it. Yeah. So if you believe that you can have what you want, then that's all you need to have on your mind. Yes. Right? You don't need to be thinking something is going to be hard. That's a distraction. That's somebody else's language, yeah. right? Get that out of here. It's like if you're doing what you love, then there's always an effort to what we do. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. But effort is not hard. It's not easy. It just means that if you want to eat, you have to pick up a spoon, a spork, and a knife, right? You know, you, you just said spork. Oh, I did. <laughs> I did work in a prison one time. <laughs> That's what they had to have. <laughs> but oh, I didn't realize funny. I said that. Oh. Okay, yeah, it, you have to put forth some effort. You do. You do. So, really, if you think about it, like, so if anyone's listening to this podcast, right, and they're trying to put off things that happen to them on others or you know they start thinking and maybe you know they're like no I don't I don't I don't agree with that I don't think that's the case the reality is you are the sum total of your thoughts and effort is action that's right so if you refuse to take action that is a choice that's right being passive is a choice. That's right. And so then what comes to you mm-hmm. from those non-actions mm-hmm. or passive actions is what you agreed to. Yeah. I'll say it again, right? Passivity, mm-hmm. right? You or avoidance to taking action, decisive action on your behalf. If mm-hmm. you neglect to do that. Yeah. Whatever comes to you as a result of that decision is yours. Yeah. Right? So, you know, that man is no good. Yep. Mm -hmm. Right? So don't be surprised when some news come to you. Yes. You see what I'm saying? It's like, because somebody told you that, right? Mm -hmm. And so this is a case that I had a few months ago. I told the guy, I said, look, you want to go see a woman who... um, she embarrassed you. She disrespected you. And everything that you told me meant that something horrible happened. You had a baby with her. Mm. She wants to divorce you. You're trying to do everything you can. Now your parents are telling you, don't bring that woman to our house for the holidays. Yeah. 
He's in there with me. Coach, what do I need to do? <clears throat> I just asked him this question. I said, um, does she love you like you need to be loved? He said, no. I don't think there's much decision that needs to be made there. You hear the crickets with me, right? Mm -hmm. I sat there and I just looked at him. <laughs> I just looked at him. I said, what do you want me to tell you right now? Mm. I said, because what you're getting ready to do right now, you're getting ready to allow. Yes. And I said, look, I care about you, but if I don't speak the truth, if I take you down this road of all these flowery words and clinical terms, which I can use, I can, I can fluff it up, as they say. Yeah. But if I do that, you'll be disconnected and you five minutes from now, you won't remember what the hell I said to you, right? Yeah. But in this case right here, I just put it in his stomach and I just said, hey, does she love you the way you need to be loved? No. So what is the next thing that you need to do? Yeah. He did not want to answer the question. Mm-hmm. And our work was done right then. We because might... that's a commitment. If Ex he was to answer, he was either going to stay in the situation knowing it's not good or he was going to have to make a commitment to action. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, you said that like, we need less words because we become dis disconnected. Can you touch on that a little we bit? We do. So one of the things that I'm a fan of is what we call the empire of language. We just, every time you turn around, we just keep growing the dictionary. You know, it's, it's like, you know, it's like, I never thought of yeah, that. Yeah, we just, every time you turn around, we just keep growing a dictionary. Now we have a slang dictionary. I mean, goodness gracious, look at all those words. Yes. Look how smart we are with our devices. Mm. And our relationships are still just right in the dirt, right? <laughs> our, you know, our relationships are in the dirt. Quality you, of life. Quality of life. And I'm talking about really, really smart people here. It's yeah. like, I mean, you know. You know, 1,200, 1,300, 1,450 SAT type people. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's yeah. like, but you can't figure your way out of a box. <laughs> because you've got all these words. And, and I'm talking to these people and I'm listening to them and I'm like, excuse me, what does that mean? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And they'll say, well, perhaps, maybe, kind of. Well, what does that mean? Perhaps, maybe, kind of. Mm -hmm. And I start chasing down those words. And then after a while, they realize they don't mean a damn thing. So I'm saying, why are you using that? So tell me what you want to do. And they're looking at me like this. Cricket sounds, cricket yeah. sounds. I'm like, so if you continue to use language mm -hmm. that does not accurately reflect who you are as a person and what you want, your language does not benefit you. So it's almost like you're hiding behind words then. So you are yeah, hiding behind the words. words disconnect you from any unpleasant, you know, realities, you know, feelings, whatever it is. As long as you got all those words, you don't have to really feel what you're saying. On the surface. When you're out there in the public doing that, it's like, oh, yeah, you sound good. You sound like you got everything under control. But people who do inner work are looking at you and it's like, uh, I think you're. Coach, I got to tell you. I got to tell you this. And then we'll we'll finish up. But I. OK, so just to be clear, ask questions 
don't like don't just let things keep happening. That's right. That's how you discover the truth. And then what kind of person do you want to be? That's I, right. I, sometimes I start people with that. Write down what kind of person you want to be. And that can help you get to the truth. But yeah, you can't hide it, coach, because it comes out in body language and facial expressions. I went to, and I've, t- I've told the chamber director this. I think I've told her this story. But anyway, I go to this training. Now, coach, we're not on any deep topic like, you know, like spousal abuse or, you know, trauma or anything like that. We're talking about Google. Mm. Okay, Google, and how to use Google to further your business. <laughs> okay, so, you know, so I'm in there. I'm already snickering. And I'm in there because I'm curious what this man has to say because, you know, I'm launching my business. I've mm-hmm. got a few ideas. Mm-hmm. And I was proven correct. A couple of mm-hmm. things he said, I'm like, that's not how that works. I know because I've already done it. So mm-hmm. now I'm kind of like, are you, you know, are you just giving me stuff you've mm-hmm. Googled mm-hmm. and now you're telling me how to use Google, right? Mm-hmm. But coach, he was angry. Like when he would talk, so, you know, I know, you know, body language, right? And so I'm looking at this guy and I'm all, you know, what is going on? And now it's like a, it's like a Petri dish. I'm, yeah. I'm looking at people's reactions mm-hmm. and I'm trying to figure out what's going on. He's yelling. He's thrusting his head forward, which that's like, that's an aggressive, mm. you know, like that's a danger signal to people's brains. He's doing this. And I'm like, we're talking about Google. Karate chop. Yeah, he's like karate chopping and he's frowning and he's going forward. And and I'm like, man. So I just put down my pen and I'm sitting there, you know, with my mouth covered. <laughs> like, okay, does anybody else see this guy? There's something wrong with him, you know. Uh-huh. And so I'm looking around. Well, I could spot the D's immediately. The D's push back their chair, get in an alpha stance, and now they're just looking at the guy like yep. they're full of it, right? Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, wow. And then the S's are all, you know, because they're the sweet ones, you know, they're like, man, you know what it is? He's hurting me. <laughs> why are we yelling? Yeah. You know, I don't understand why we're yelling. <laughs> and then the other, you know, like the I's and D's, they talk loud, you know, usually anyway, so they, they think it's normal. So I'm like, man, this guy's an angry person. So anyway, he gets done. And I'm just kind of standing there looking at the aftermath like a bomb has exploded mm-hmm. in the room. And so I, I thought, oh, that guy's an S. I'm going to ask him what he thought. So I ran over to the S. I said, so, you know, on the presentation, not to in any way disparage the speaker. I don't want that to happen because I know S's, they're big on that. What what are your, what's your overall feeling of the event? <laughs> and the S's are like, well, you know, it, he had really good information because they're going to do that first, right? Mm-hmm. I just don't understand why he had to yell the whole time. Like, he just seemed really upset. And so I was like, okay. So then I went over to Adi. I'm like, what would you think? And they're just looking at me like, okay, I already got you figured out. So then I go over to Adi. And I'm like, so what are you thinking? Oh, I thought it was great information, you know. Uh, well, what about the volume and the demeanor? Well, he did seem a little intense. <laughs> so I found out that guy was going through a divorce. Mm. So that, you know, there, you can't hide it. Mm-mm. It's going to come out. The guy was going through a divorce, and he was pissed off. Mm. And all of us were feeling the heat of yeah. his wrath. So you're right, Coach. You can't hide it. You may think you're BSing people, but you're not. You know, when, when they tell you that 98% of our communication is nonverbal, mm-hmm. 
intangible. Mm -hmm. That means that you're communicating to people whether you realize you're communicating to people or not. And you can even take it down to the like the vibration level. That's exactly emotions have power, like electrical power. That's exactly right. Mm -hmm. Because if he wasn't going through a divorce and he was coming with that energy, somebody would say, Is that man single? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like, hey, that man had some juice, right? Something going on with him. But it was like, no. Oh. The other people was like, that man is angry. <laughs> it's like, you know, yes. and so this is why you know, it's interesting for me growing up. It's like, I don't know about this truth will set you free business. Now here I am, a man of a certain age. I'm like, it'll set you free. <laughs> it will. It, and I realized something. Mm -hmm. When we are not honest with ourselves, we take on anxiety. Yes. And depression. That can be a key, huh, coach? That it you're not, is. You're not in truth. That's right. If you look at that. If you're not telling yourself the truth, if you're not being honest with yourself in in any matter that you know is important to you, you are going to have some sort of symptomology with it. Okay, coach, do you have a, a couple more minutes? I got it. Okay, we might have to make this a part two. That's all right. Okay. <laughs> so here's the deal. Just the whole, like, the... We haven't been together for a few weeks. <laughs> right. So you can't BS people, right? Nope. Okay. So I, I'm mentoring this young girl. She doesn't live here. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and um, her origin story, I mean, there's just, you know, so many things that happened to her that shouldn't mm -hmm. have happened to her. But the sum of it is everyone that should have been safe for her wasn't. Mm. So it didn't matter if it was a dad, an uncle, you know, a coach in mm -hmm. her school. Uh, they were preying upon her, mm. and uh, so it you know obviously created some mm -hmm. some things that we're now getting to the truth of. Mm -hmm. Well, so when I was talking to her and I'm getting her story, I'm like, wow, you know, like I thought my life was trippy growing mm -hmm. up. This is like crazy. Mm -hmm. And um, so I said, so is there anyone you can trust? you know, in your life? Because I'm thinking, this girl needs a safe place. She does. And uh, she said, oh, yeah, my boyfriend. I said, okay, okay, well, tell me about him, you know. So she tells me, he's just understanding, and he, you know, he takes good care of me and blah, blah. And I couldn't pinpoint it, Coach, but my gut was telling me, yeah, I don't think so. That's right. I, I couldn't pinpoint it. That's right. So anyway, I, I knew her mom. I didn't know I knew her mom mm -hmm. until I saw her like a couple weeks later, and she said, do you know who I am? And when people do that to me, I get nervous. I'm like, mm -hmm. should I? You know, like, <laughs> I'm so sorry if I know. Anyway, so I found out, you know, this lady is um, this young girl's mom. And I was like, what? I love her, you know, blah, blah, blah. And so we're visiting about it. And I said, so what do you think about the boyfriend? Like, I'm immediately, I there's something going on with this boyfriend. Yeah, as soon as mom brought it up to no, you. No, I brought it up. Oh. I went, because usually moms know. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, so what do you think about the boyfriend? Because I'm, I'm in investigative mode. Okay. And, oh, I love him. He blah, blah, blah. I was like, oh, really? And she said, oh, yeah, he's been so good to her. And, you know, and I'm like, oh, hmm. So anyway, we continue with our business. But I'm thinking, man, I must have I must have missed that. And then I'm like, yeah, I don't think so. You know, yeah. it didn't take me I'm like, yeah, no, Something, I didn't. Something's not there. Yeah. So fast forward, and I, and I still can't pick it up. I don't know if it was a facial expression if it was, I could smell a lie like a hundred miles away. Mm -hmm. I don't know what it was, but I knew I was being BS. Mm -hmm. And um, so anyway, come to find out, he is an, basically an alcoholic. Uh, 
she did everything for him as if they were married already. I'm like, why are you doing that man's laundry? I said, when me and my husband were dating, we're young kids, you know, I said, hey, would you like me to do your laundry with mine? He's like, why would you be doing my laundry? And I'm like, I don't know, I'm doing mine. And, you know, we got plans to get married. He said, we ain't married yet. He said, that would be disrespectful for you to do my laundry. I Like, I don't like that, you mm-hmm. know. Uh, and I was like, oh, okay. He goes, I didn't know. Cause, you know, young girls want to, you know, right. impress her guy right. and stuff. And uh, so anyway, she's doing, like, all this stuff. And then when he breaks up with her, all of a sudden, mm-hmm. out of nowhere. And I'm like, yeah, there's probably another girl. Bet you a hundred bucks. I told her, I said, there's probably another girl. But anyway, this guy was gaslighting her, love bombing her, um, mentally abusive, and then drinking all the time. Even when she said, can we please, like, can you just not get drunk every single night? And then he dumps her. What is that? She goes over there, gets all her stuff, and then cleans his room for him and makes his bed. I'm like, what are you doing? Right? But here's the deal. She was telling me she could trust him completely. And she was lying to herself. And I picked up on it. Coach, you got any insight? What was happening there? Well, first of all, <clears throat> she didn't want to confront the truth of the situation. Right. That's the first thing. Yeah. Right? The second thing is she does not possess the self-confidence. Mm-hmm. Right? And we're working on that now. That's right. For her to say, I deserve better. Mm-hmm. So now she's in this rhythmic pattern of, okay, so I'll just keep laying down even more. So how much further can I prostrate myself to you before I prove that I'm worthy? The only problem with that is if someone is abusing you mm-hmm. and you know they're abusing your taking your kindness for weakness and all these kinds of things, you are teaching the person how to, that, treat, you. How to treat you if you continue to stay in that situation. Yeah. Right? And um, and you're absolutely right. Definitely a value statement. Mm-hmm. Okay. So here's another thing that popped in my head when you were talking. Mm-hmm. So sometimes people don't ref- deflect. They will actually say, what's wrong with me? Exactly. Now that's... Uh, often a lie too. So we've talked about, you know, definitely like quit, quit putting it off on everybody, blah, mm-hmm. blah. But that was her instant response. Mm-hmm. What is wrong with me mm-hmm. that this keeps happening? Mm-hmm. That is a deflection as well. Wouldn't you say, coach? It is if you're not willing to do something about it. Okay. Because I see like, like people that, especially real kind people that they're mm-hmm. willing to put up with a bunch of crap to be with somebody, they, they will, I mean, bend over backwards to try to make it work, and then when it doesn't work, they're like, what's wrong with me? There must be something wrong with me. Now, there are definite choices that are made, but it's almost like they're excusing the behavior of the other person. Yeah, and I just have to tell people, stop, because mm-hmm. you're angry, mm-hmm. right? That's some of the, that is some of the angriest individuals that you're going to find, because when you keep laying down your life for other people, and they're not returning to you, what you believe you deserve, uh-huh. what do you think that disappointment goes? You know, if, that's her main complaint. That's why she made the appointment with me and she said, I'm tired of being angry. Exactly. Because one of the things... Interesting. You, you cannot go against yourself, right? You can't exchange the truth for a lie and expect to be happy. Right. It's sort of like your body is 
built to know the difference between it's like if you feel good, you feel good. Yeah. If you do not feel good, your body, your state of being says we have to address this. Yeah. So we do one or two things, but we still investigate it, don't we? Yes. And if we don't get the answer we need, so we typically will go to a healthcare professional. Right. It's the same. Yeah. Right. It's it's um. I'm about to lose my point, so bring me back to that. But I guess. So you've got where she's angry, yeah, and she she immediately thought it must there must be something wrong with me, right? And what I'm saying is the only thing that's wrong with the person is a lack of courage, mm-hmm. the in the inability to say, you know what, hang on for a second, I love you, mm-hmm. I really do, but this is not me, mm-hmm. this is you. Mm-hmm. If you don't want me to be here, that's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I can take it. Mm-hmm. But you know what? A lot of people don't have that kind of courage. So instead, what they end up doing is like, well, maybe, like you said, it must be me. Maybe I'll go do something else. Stop right there. Yeah. Men and women. Yeah. Stop. Yeah. There is nothing else you can do. Right. There is nothing else you can do except take care of yourself, right? Because if you don't take care of yourself, you don't have what you're looking for anyway, right? It doesn't take long to know, recognize when somebody is treating you well and mm-hmm. when you're not, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, and you're absolutely correct. The messages she received as a child equaled she's useless in her mind, right? Okay. It's like, I, I'm not worthy. Uh, I am of no value. And so after this happened, um, you know, we we meet up on our Zoom call, and I told her, I said, okay, what do you want to do now? She was so happy. It was like, I figured she'd be depressed, you know, because it sounded like she really liked this guy. Actually, coming to the truth of what was really going on freed her. That's right. Because wouldn't you say that if you're not living in truth, it's like you're in a closet. Like It's like you're in a closet with a bunch of crap in there already, and you're trying to, you know, move around and, you know, try to live your life, but you're pressured, you're stuck, it's dark. You know what I mean? I do. Cluttered. That's right. But when you were saying that, what came to my mind was constriction. Yeah. And so now the person is in that closet constricted and they're screaming at the top of their lungs. And then when someone opens the door to let the light in. They don't. And then all of a sudden they're like. Oh, now this is freedom. This That's is right. okay. And they step out. That's exactly what happened to her. And mm-hmm. she was so happy. Mm-hmm. And she looked back and was like, I don't have to put up with that. That's right. So she said, That's okay, right. her next thing, she's like 19, was I want to work on me. I want to, let, let's get mm-hmm. stuff done with me. And uh, it's been powerful. And, and you give her the ability to completely <clears throat> not only change the legacy of her life, mm-hmm. but if she decides to have children, change she'll change the legacy of their lives, yes. right? And this is what we're telling the listener. You can rationalize all you want. You can mm-hmm. say, that doesn't make sense to me. This doesn't and that doesn't. That's fine. Mm-hmm. But to someone like me, I'm like, go ahead. Right. I'm here for the long game. Yeah. I can call you five years from now and you won't pick up the phone because you'll say, oh, it's him. I can't pick up the phone because I ran away from him the last time. And guess what? I'm still in the same place. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And you know how it is when you meet someone you hadn't seen in a while. It's like, how's it going? And they had all that talk. Mm-hmm. And now when you're seeing them, mm-hmm. it's like they just ran into the store. 
like they tried to avoid you or something like that. It's like, you know what? It wasn't you. Mm -hmm. It was the truth they was running from. Because people that are um, not saying there's not things we have to deal with and, you know, stuff like that and emotions, but people that are true to who they are, they're really bright. That's right. And so when you're around people that they know they're not, and all of a sudden that big old bright light shows up and it's shining in their face, yep. they feel like they're going to be in a you know interrogation, you know? And we don't need to interrogate you. We can see immediately what's occurring. That's exactly right. And it's like, look, if you tell someone I'm here to help you and you don't want my help, there's this thing in the universe that says, don't seek help. And then turn away from it. Mm -hmm. That will create your worst nightmare. Mm -hmm. That's good, Coach. Yeah. Okay, final thought. We said this morning, standing up for yourself is enlightened self-interest. That's right. So a lot of people feel selfish mm -hmm. if all of a sudden they want to devote time to themselves mm -hmm. or they want to work on themselves or they say no to something or they decide this relationship just isn't good. They, they'll sometimes feel guilty mm -hmm. for making good decisions. Mm -hmm. So we're so you've got to separate true selfishness, you know mm -hmm. what that looks like mm -hmm. from enlightened self-interest. Mm -hmm. You have to take care of yourself mentally mm -hmm. and emotionally in relationships, mm -hmm. all those areas. That's enlightened self-interest. That's not selfishness. Enlightened self-interest is a principle in the planet. When you were born, you were born with a life, with a direction to be able to do something. Mm -hmm. If you don't fulfill that, then you are acting counter to your life force, period. Mm -hmm. Right? And letting us down. That's exactly Because right. when you live in the reason you were born, it actually contributes and better society. Absolutely. And so this is what we're saying to people. It's like, you can do it. But this is what's required of you. Mm -hmm. No matter where you go, truth is always required of us. And so when we don't have it, we have less than. And when you don't have your truth, you have fear. Yes. Mm, that's right? a good sign. You yep. know what I'm saying? And yeah. so, you know, enlightened self-interest is not a selfish act. It is self-preservation. Mm -hmm. I am here to do something. Yeah. Is it conflictual? Only to those who don't practice enlightened self-interest. Yes. Because when we do, if you say, Coach, I know we're supposed to get together, but I can't do it this week. Can we do it the next week? Well, guess what? I think just like you do. Okay, well, guess what? That's fine. We'll get together next week. Yeah. The person that's not thinking that way is now going to run you down on why you're trying to break this appointment because I have to do this right now. And they start talking and it's like, wait a minute. Yeah. All you have to do is just say fine. But when people are in a selfish mode, they're only thinking about their fears of loss and what they have to gain. Yeah. And you know when you're in selfish in a selfish mode because you're almost always in conflict with someone and yourself. Coach. Oh. Bam. That was good. It's like telling a big strong man that he needs to learn how to do pull-ups. Instead of push-ups. Yes, yes. <laughs> I'm sticking to dig yes, in somebody. Yes, yes. When he listens, he's going to know, know who it it's is. Like, it's like, I love that guy, but it's no, like, come on. That's man. good, coach. You're yeah. always in conflict with yourself and others when you're actually in selfishness. That's exactly right. That's because, really good. Yeah, you cannot be in harmony with people when that way. And you can tell right away. Mm -hmm. You can tell right away. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you've heard me say this. It's like, even if it's like, oh, I got a tendency. 
Sit in a chair. Lock mm-hmm. yourself down. Do whatever you need to do. Act like you're in a straight jacket. Whatever you do, don't move. Right? I get a poker face, yeah. coach. It's like everything slows down. Time yeah. slows down. Heart yeah. rate slows down. I'm like, I'm taking in data. That's exactly right. So I know what I need to do next. What mess do I need to fix? What, you know... I'm like, okay. Like I told Dorena, I said, where well, you have immediate response. I said, I'm over here like okay, face, face, everything good, you know, and then like I'm it's immediate immediately data. So that by the time I respond or react, I've already got my information, mm-hmm. you know, and then I will handle it. I said, You're like, you know, like what just happened, you know. That's good. That's really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's like, I think we all have those blow your hats off. I mean, you know, I may not say it out loud, mm-hmm. but in my brain, I heard myself go, Whoa, did you hear that? Oh my goodness. And then it's yeah. like, but my face looks like I've been playing poker for years. Right. You know, it, I, it, it would probably be scary to know what people are thinking. Like if, if we didn't have filters, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Because I had the sweet, my friend, I've known her so long and she's like, Sherry, she said, people are annoying me so much. Like, and she doesn't live here either. She's like, but like, I just really wouldn't mind if some people just died. <laughs> and I said, okay, okay. At least you were honest. That's right. You know? And she's like, there's like, I've ha- I have a whole list that I wouldn't mind if they just were not on the planet. <laughs> and I said, okay, well, let's, we need to talk about that, you know? And, uh, but it, like, if we really knew and I, and I, but you know what I wish the most? I wish people knew, not all of them. There are some dumb people out there, but I wish the people, every person we come in contact knew how amazing they are and could see what we see. You know what I mean? And this is why we do this work. Mm-hmm. Because what we're saying is we give you the tools to remove the scales from your eyes. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. And I understand the addiction. Mm-hmm. The addiction to a past life. The addiction to habit patterns. Yeah. Right? I get it. Right? Because you've been on that drug all your life. Yeah. We calling we're calling it conditioning, but it's a drug. You've been on that drug all your life. So now when you get to a certain point, you just don't see how you can change it. Mm-hmm. You know this idea that you can't teach old dog new tricks. Well, guess what? That it's talking about a dog. Right. Not That's a not, human. Not a human being. Who the heck assigned that to a human in the first place? Exactly. Somebody that didn't want to change. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Coach, you're just on fire. Absolutely correct. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah, look, so good. we're just going to keep bringing this to you, but this is what we're saying, right? We're not going to tell you something as a listener that you can investigate and prove for yourself. Mm-hmm. We don't yeah. have to sell. We don't sell you anything. Mm-mm. What we give you is something that can be proven. Now, if you want to take that truth and work with it, you're going to do things in your life that you didn't think were possible. But if you dismiss what we're saying and it's like, well, let me go to another flowery podcast that uses 10,000 words in 30 minutes, right? Well, you just go right ahead. Mm-hmm. But I guarantee you, if they don't tell you something that, pricks your heart and forces you to change, then all you're doing is a person that just, you listen to a bunch of podcasts. You're the person I mentioned earlier. You got three to 5,000 books in your house, but you wear glasses and you're overweight because you don't take care of the primary reason why you're here, which is your health. You're swimming around in words. You're swimming around in words. Mm -hmm. And we could have called that something else. (laughs) (laughs) Let's stop right there. You know, okay, so... Leave a review, share, 
uh, we'll, Coach has got some plans and some, you know, transition and things coming up, but we will be continuing our um, Hell Yeah Life uh, coaching intensive. Uh, we'll probably do maybe one more this year if mm-hmm. things go well. Mm-hmm. So we'll update you on that, and we're gonna. It will definitely be online and in person if you want. Um, my Hell Yeah Life planners mm-hmm. are out, Coach. That's and, right. Um, loving that. But uh, go to the sh- show notes. We have yep. ways to contact us. And That's if right. you want to ask questions or you've got a suggestion or you want to learn something, let us know. And we'll be happy to tackle it. Unless it's dumb. I mean, if it's dumb, I'm not tackling it. Uh, okay. 